0: Hey, y'all. This is Hamza, and I'm super happy we get to hang out for a little bit. Okay, guys. Welcome back to Hanging Out with Hamza. This is episode one, and today I have a very special guest on. He's one of my really closest friends. Uh, His name is Zai. He is a nurse in Sacramento, California, and we connected through FIGS, and we've been super close friends ever since. Uh, As you guys know, um, FIGS is a scrubs company that he and I both work with, and um, I went through some pretty crazy stuff in the last year and a half, and... uh, Zai had been there through a lot of it, and uh, he also kind of pushed me into doing this podcast, and uh, he helped me along the way a lot with it. So I thought it'd be fitting to have him on for the first episode and kind of introduce you all to him and also delve deeper into what drives him and what his passions are. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and let Zai take the mic.
1: Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? (laughs) What an intro. Oh, I'm gonna do an intro. Hi, yeah. <laughs> I feel there's a lot of pressure in per- to perform, and I'm a very shy person. As there is like
0: knows. this is the first episode, so you're gonna make and break this podcast. So no pressure. Well,
1: I guess no one's gonna be subscribing anymore. Well, everybody, hello. Uh, thank you for having me. I there's a lot of pressure uh, to perform. This is your first uh, legitimate episode. The last one was your prologue, I know. And I know a lot of people have been anticipating this uh, with your dreamy voice, as many people have said. And <laughs> people will be like, when is it coming out? Yeah. And I was like, exactly. it's going to come out soon. But yeah. Uh, as he's as you've mentioned, like you know, I'm Zai. I'm a nurse from Sacramento, California. Uh, I've been here for a while now, and I enjoy it minus the heat and I've been a nurse for about eight years. Uh, I don't do bedside care anymore, but uh, I'm still pretty much active in the field. I am in clinical informatics and project management, and I do love what I do. um, It did give me a lot of grief during uh, COVID, but uh, I'm coming to terms with a lot of it uh, these days, uh, I'm finding love with it again uh, because, like, I'm, you know, with the craziness that COVID brought in, um, it's kind of slowing down again. So I'm trying to find that, like, what I've enjoyed with what I was doing pri- uh, prior to the craziness that COVID brought in. Yeah. Uh, yeah so, just to give a background like i am in clinical informatics as i've said and uh project management so basically i oversee clinical projects and process improvements in our hospital uh we over i oversee two hospitals when it comes to process improvement and project management and with clinical informatics I, if you're in a hospital setting if You deal with electronic health records, uh, Cerner or EPIC, or whatever it may be. That's my field of work. I manage that. I own processes around it. So whether you hate it or not, it's here to stay, and I deal with it.
0: Yeah, and just, um, yeah, in case I know a lot of y'all were wondering what he does, he does spend a lot of time explaining that role because he does pretty much a little bit of everything in the hospital now. He basically runs most of it. So it's pretty interesting. And for any of you guys that are following that are nurses or hoping to be nurses, he's a good resource to go to because he's kind of done all aspects of nursing. And um, yeah, he's a great resource in that regard. Um, But yeah, that was a brief intro to Zai. Um, The next thing I kind of want to delve into is how we met. So I'll kind of give you a brief history from my perspective. So, Zaya and I met through FIGS, of course, and uh, we used to talk he- back and forth, like, just over Instagram, you know, uh, just as most people do, um, especially in that whole ambassador field. And <clears throat> over COVID, I think uh, we just, we kind of had, like, a very, like, superficial, like, basis, base-level relationship, I'd say. And then... Um, just like
1: anything, I love a superficial relationship.
0: Yeah, exactly. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, kind of as it went on, I until now. <laughs> yeah, I started to go through some pretty uh like traumatic events in my life and uh, during that whole time, I somehow just gravitated towards Zai about, you know, advice and talking to him about certain things and he was really helpful in that scope and He's very receptive to me and understanding and had a lot of time and patience in that regard. And I definitely attribute a lot of that healing I went through to him. And um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, a very big... Uh, part of my growth was due to him kind of pushing me to do things that I, you know, was hesitant to do, including this podcast and also just kind of getting back to my old self. Uh, I think I lost a lot of myself in this past relationship I was in and a couple of health issues. And, uh, it just kind of, um, it helped guide me back to like this, this path of like, um, doing the things I love and kind of pursuing the creative scapes that I wanted to do. Uh, so yeah, I definitely attribute it design. I'm I'm grateful to have in my life, and hopefully you guys all have a zai in your life in some regard. It's always nice to have one of those. And uh, yeah, I don't know from your perspective, Zai. Uh, how how did we kind of become closer? Was it pretty similar for you?
1: Well, I just want to tell everyone you're welcome uh, <laughs> for this podcast. <laughs> you can attribute everything to me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, despite um, everything guys, he's actually a nice guy. I, Just don't listen to him. I
1: know. Right I know he's doing all of this hard work, but you know, at the end of the day, it's all about me. Yeah. I did all of that. Basically. <laughs> no, but um from my end, I think I was I think we've talked about this a few times before and that like, we were like trying to figure out like how did we first meet and how did we first talk? <clears throat> and I think it was like we were just, like, talking, like, randomly, and I was just, like, you know, as in many Instagram uh, relationships and dynamics started, you just, like, you know, comment yeah. on each other's stuff and all that, and I think, like, one of the first ones that, like, really, like, started, like, our our random, like, superficial conversations was, like, I think one of those po- I think it was, like, that post where you had, like, the sloped picture.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, that was probably my first, like, f- like thing into fig scope and kind of getting further involved with them because i'd been there with with them for a while and then Mm -hmm. that was the first picture that they actually like featured and that was kind of nice and yeah that's definitely that was yeah i I remember that it was
1: like i was like okay okay production (laughs) i was like all right like whole field i see you yeah i was like i love this i I love this entire photo and then i think i i don't know if i messaged her something but then i think we just like I started talking, and then you said something. Oh, did like, did you start messaging me or something because of, because of figs or something like that? It's like, yeah. And I don't... And I can't remember if I was already an ambassador then or not. Maybe I was. Because um, I wasn't... I didn't work with them until, like, June 2019 or something yeah. like that. So... But, yeah, and and then after that i think we just started talking and then when did covid hit i think about oh <clears throat> i think february 2020 february 2020 yeah. yeah and then i think we just started like superficially talking then and then covid hit and then you know like just like a lot of uh dynamic during then like, you know people just like just became closer because you know people like stopped working, they had more time to, you know, hang out with their family, with their friends, or, you know, they're in, they're on TikTok, they're on Instagram, they're on social media more and more, because that was the only their outlet and portal to the outside world, Yeah. so I think during that time, it was just like, okay, I'm just gonna like start talking to people, because outside of work, it was like, like I was talking to like eight people at work. Yeah, I had my team that I talked to every single day, 12 to 14 hours a day, every single day, like six days a week almost. And then I was like, and then I'm going to be on Instagram and TikTok because yeah. that was it what that was happening. And then I think you're one of the people that I was talking to. And I you know I, I, I enjoy talking with you. And I think from then on, and I was talking to you and a bunch of other people that I've gotten close to, and it was just like really great. And then, and it was just like got got deeper and deeper from then on. And I think it was then during that time when like your whole kidney situation happened.
0: Yeah. And just to give you guys a little insight into that whole thing. So I know I've talked about it before and it's probably exhausting to talk about it at this point, but um the main thing that was kind of important about that whole event was Zion I, I used to FaceTime like pretty much every day since I went through a breakup that was pretty rough and he was kind of helping me through it. Cause I was having a really tough time adjusting back to like the reality of things. And around that same time, I'd say probably a month, a month and a half after it happened. Um, I had this pretty bad kidney incident where one of my, or my kidney just decided to shut down and it was basically like, i yeah i was not doing they were well. like
1: this is too much Hums is a yeah
0: lot. yeah and so um i got checked into the er and then eventually got checked into the hospital and i wasn't really active on instagram i wasn't talking to anyone and obviously i wasn't facetiming zai and so he was reaching out to me and then at one point i was um, like where this bitch at <laughs> yeah, he like kept Facetiming and calling, and then eventually he called and I answered, and I was in the hospital bed and I had like a catheter sticking out of my. It was mm. like
1: this. This is the view, y'all. Yeah. If you are watching this, if this video get up, gets uploaded, this is the view. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is happening?
0: Yeah, I was a wreck, and then like I had no sleep um, the night before. I just got like a bus, <laughs> no sleep. He and his yeah, I was like not having a good time, and finally, like yeah, I was like whatever. I'm just gonna answer because like I need to talk to somebody. Finally, uh, and I was ain't gonna quit. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to have. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to have guests. I wasn't allowed to have people visit. Just like I think it was like one guest today because of COVID, and also I didn't really like want my brother and them making the trip every day. So um I finally answered and I kinda told him what was going on and I was definitely like at that point, probably at the lowest point. And uh as soon as I got off the phone with him, he reached out to Jordan and a lot of other Figs ambassadors and they all kind of kind of rallied together. And at the time I got the bad news that I was most likely gonna need to go into dialysis for the rest of my life and I was going to need a kidney transplant and My kidneys were basically like kaput. And so I was pretty wrecked just because like I don't drink, I don't do anything crazy. And so to go from living an otherwise healthy life to now being told in the hospital bed that I was going to lose my kidneys, it was like kind of insane to me. And so... I was dealing with that whole breakup kind of situation. And then I was dealing with this on top of that. So there's a lot going on. And then I think Zai reached out to all the FIGS ambassadors to see if there's any other options or other solutions at the time. And they kind of rallied together um, with my other friend, Jordan, who's also a nurse. Uh, Shout out to Jordan and uh, Christian and Peggy, just a whole bunch of friends reached out to me. And they had friends that were uh, nephrologists that, eventually reached out to me too. And luckily one of the other nephrologists was also in Houston who Jordan had worked with. And she eventually kind of took all my stats. She took all my blood reports and she basically kind of gave me her personal consult of telling me that I did not need to do dialysis and I did not need to get a kidney transplant that if I just give it some time that my kidneys would kind of get back into good function. And so I took her words, and I went with that route instead. I did go on dialysis for four days, and so that was a little weird. But you know, there, there were clear signs that my kidneys were returning back to normal function. And um, ultimately, thankful, thank God I'm back here alive. Doing How long everything. did you have
1: a catheter for? I don't care about anything else. How long <sighs> did you have a catheter for?
0: uh which one the one in my neck the one in no, my neck the one in your pp hole oh yeah the, that one was only the first night that was when i got ch- checked into the er room and that was to check if my bladder was obstructed and it was funny because it was actually a filipino nurse and she like gave me zero warning she was like this is going to feel kind of weird. And I was like, what's going to feel kind of weird? And then yeah, she just basically like lubricated this like really thick pipe that I could not imagine being inserted anywhere else. And uh, yeah, it was quite an experience, but at least I can say I crossed that off my list of things that I've had done. So is was interesting. Um, yeah. So I had that done and then I got like the, the is it the, what is that called? IJ IJ? Yeah. The IJ got put into my straight to my heart. That was interesting. It's a
1: Qu- Most likely, it's a quinton cath.
0: Yeah, and that was a that was not as painful as a penis catheter, but it was. I
1: love how I love how you're calling it a penis catheter.
0: Is that not what it's called? What is it called?
1: It's like a urinary catheter.
0: Okay, it's the same thing. It goes in your penis, so well, I think it's more dramatic.
1: Other, it's the same catheter that we put in a vagina.
0: Oh, great! Well, it's good to know. I uh, I had that all. That entire experience was in like two days' time, which is a nice thing to check off my list. But yeah, I I, I love the drama that he puts in this. I mean, it's like, it's, it's like a penis cat. It's like
1: it's a penis catheter. It's like it's a, it's not it's the it's, same catheter
0: that goes into a coochie. It sounds cooler saying that. So I feel like it does. It sounds more traumatic. Yeah, it sounds way more traumatic. But um. <laughs> Yeah. So long story short, Zai kind of saved my life and saved my kidneys and he's never lived down that moment. So now I can never, you know, I'm basically now, s- stuck with him for the rest of my life. And we're putting
1: it out on the internet.
0: Yeah, exactly. Now we're putting so, it on the
1: internet, we're cementing it into history. Yeah. And again, everyone, you're welcome.
0: And another thing is we have so much dirt on each other that if he ever does leave me, I have a lot of cancelable material on him and uh, he doesn't have anything on me because I'm pretty much close to perfect, but um, a if lot of it's some, probably Photoshop. So if you do come across some, anything, it's Photoshop. If
1: somebody, if somebody decides to give me money, if you're really into him and you love him, and or potentially want to marry him in the future, or give him a job and is an executive, or if he runs, oh, he can't run for president. He wasn't born in America. No. If he runs for any type of office that allows him to be in there ask me
0: things okay yeah that's why i have this guy around Uh, he's not like really a friend anymore he's more like a ball and chain full of uh full of blackmail material blackmail yeah
1: that's why i'm here that's the only reason why i'm kept
0: he's not for bff it actually means blackmail friends forever so just keep that in mind but it's blackmail it's
1: it ball it's ball and chains forever
0: yeah so oh. anyways, enough about how great this guy is and how much you can actually trust him with your secrets. But um what uh let's get into what this podcast is about and what your actual
1: But uh, I love I love the tea and the drama.
0: I know. We'll we'll save that for other times. Okay guys, so sorry, we took a quick break, had to do some adjustments. So um yeah, with the first podcast, this is like We've been having a lot of technical weirdness, mostly on my end, but um we're working on it. Never me. Yeah. Size has everything's just perfect. It looks like he's running a YouTube channel from his end. So just you know. Welcome back
1: to my channel. Please subscribe. Yeah. Follow. He's probably gonna Smash
0: that like button. Diamond plaque up somewhere and he has uh he's probably gonna do a Squarespace commercial in a couple of minutes. And um, my Nord VPN if yeah. you're the first two hundred subscribers. Yeah. But um yeah, so where we left off was basically just talking about your passions and I don't know, what what is it that kind of gets you going every day or makes you kind of fall into love with things that you do? Um, I know obviously nursing takes a big part of your life, but outside of that, what is it that you love?
1: I mean, I love myself.
0: Yeah. You do. I mean, I we did talk about what, you know, what we could talk about today was your love for making things. You do have an extreme passion for cooking, making things. He's not wearing the shirt right now, but he actually makes his own shirts and uh he knows how to sew things and put together fabrics for our Harry Styles concert. He actually made me the necklace that I wore, wore to the concert and yeah, he's good at crafts, and uh, he's basically your perfect housewife. So if you're looking for one, um, this is your stay-at-home housewife who's cooks, cleans. Please, please make me...
1: I'm the reverse of Cardi B. <laughs> I'm the reverse Cardi B. Yeah, he's... Oh, no, but I don't really clean. I will hire somebody, though.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. But he will clean before the cleaner comes, so that's... Yes, yeah, 100%. Because that makes total sense. But, uh, yeah, so um i know you don't have your please, shirt on now but what,
1: please like please like this podcast or f- uh, subscribe to this podcast if you clean prior to the cleaners coming you
0: yes like that? yes that's good <laughs> thank you i actually do need that guys remember to smash that like button apparently that helps these podcasts no it's
1: not a like button oh
0: give it a it going gonna be on youtube uh well yeah the youtube thing will be there so they'll probably need okay, to do that please
1: like please like this uh yeah video this please, YouTube.
0: Please like and subscribe. This video.
1: Please uh. like and subscribe. Also <clears throat> please like it if you clean the house prior to the cleaners coming.
0: Yeah apparently that's a normal thing. So we'll it see. It is
1: a normal thing.
0: Okay, so passions. But passions. I think this
1: I think this really goes closely to like how like you know how I treat the people that's in my circle. And if you're in my circle, and which is gonna be, which is gonna sound very weird and very contradicting on how I am uh, to those people and how I may seem, because I'm a total introvert, um, and most people might disagree, but I'm a, I'm very much an introvert, and. But m- how I present myself and like how I show my love to people, we just like doing things for them. I'm a very acts of service kind of guy, and I hate using the word love language because it's so overused. And I'm one of those people who hates uh, who hates self help books. And Hamza always like gives me uh, shit about it. But I don't like self help books. Yeah. But whatever.
0: He apparently oh. thinks he's too perfect for self help books and he thinks that I mean, he doesn't can... need help from other people who no. are willing to provide no. wisdom and his life. I
1: don't like self help books because I think you need to be guided by professionals to be able to utilize those ideas and turn them into usable skills. Well, some of these people are professionals. not, well, yeah, the ideas come from professionals. However, You might not have the skills. Not everybody have the skills. And if you do, great. But if you don't, well, that kind of sucks. They might just be ideas that might just stay stagnant. I don't.
0: I don't like your tone right now. You have a very condescending kind of like this. Well, I'm not saying that it's you. Okay. Does it sound very pointed? It sounds like it's going towards me, but that's fine. I'll just pretend. Well, I'm not saying that it's you. Okay. Does it feel like it's about you though? No, but you know, that's fine. I'll just pretend like you. Aren't directing it towards me in a weird way. I'm
1: just saying that if you feel like it's about you, it might be about you.
0: Okay. Well, thanks. Let's continue on. Continuing on.
1: Hey, it's about me
0: right now. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Let's
1: go, Brandon. <laughs> okay. So, uh, as I said, like I like showing my, you know, my love, my affection, and like how I care about people. By doing things for them, like, I love to cook, I love, you know, just, like, I love cooking, doing things, like, you know, driving them around if they're visiting or whatever it may be. A lot of times it ends up being cooking or, you know, making coffee for them. That's why I have, like, a lot of kitchen gadgets. If you come to my house, my kitchen is the most fully
0: stocked kitchen most people will see. Some Some would say sure. overstocked, but fully stocked is a good term that's fine
1: i can I just say most pe um uh, I would say that I have supplies that could feed a family of maybe twenty, and I could cook mostly anything on a whim, just say.
0: Yeah, so like if you were in quarantine and you were at Zai's house, you could probably last the entire year in his house eating fully, qu- like an entire course dinner um, every night without having to go grocery shopping. Some would say it's hoarding, but you know it's all—it's in the eye of the uh, beholder, right?
1: I mean, hoarding's a little harsh, but hey. Yeah, we all have our ideas. That's fine of things yeah. or okay. varying definitions, that's right?
0: Fine. Yeah, I mean, it's like your whole thing on self help books, right? We all have our own approach to that. Well, you know, maybe like a like self help this... book about hoarding would have helped in that regard, but well, maybe that's just you know, me. it's maybe it's just you, yeah, right? Okay. Fiche,
1: <laughs> <Touché>. but <laughs> but yeah, so I think that's the. Thing about it that I love doing, I just love doing things for people, and that gives me fulfillment. And I think I love the instant gratification that comes with it. You know, it's like if you give them food, they might lie to you about it tasting good, but at least you get feedback about it. Like you know, and that makes me feel good. Like, look, when I was when I visited Hamza, like I made him something, and I don't know if he lied to me, but. I got feedback
0: no it was actually that
1: made me feel good, you know, I, like those types of things, yeah, I so. can verify
0: like I wish I could have you know lied about that, but he genuinely does make good food, and I think it's one of those things where when people make something with a lot of love and compassion, you can taste it in the food and you can i don't know you can sense it in certain products when they're made with love, and I think Zai has a lot of that, and that is something that I think I never really took into account with what he does because to me I just you know for his passions he could just talk about how he loves to make things but you know the the basis of why he loves to make things and it being for people I think is something that I I definitely see a lot more and it makes more sense now because yeah whenever I see him making this stuff it's usually not for himself it's usually for someone else or because he, he like enjoys giving this stuff to other people and um, yeah, it's pretty incredible because you don't come across a lot of people who um, have this many skills that are applicable to be um, shared or given, you know, in a broad spectrum like this. So, yeah,
1: yeah. quick and introduction I
0: think, to vouch for that.
1: But I think it's also like I said, like it just gives you such quick gratification and it might be that selfish part of me. was like, hey. What does it taste like? Like, just tell me the truth. Like, I want to know, like, right now. Yeah, just and... a warning.
0: He'll stare at you while you're <laughs> eating his food. And he'll he'll just, like, continue watching you until you eat every last drop. So, hopefully you like it, but just a heads up.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's not threatening.
0: No, it's not threatening at all. Just creepy. It's fine.
1: Honestly, like, I okay, so just to give you a backstory of, like, how much I used to do this. Like, if if you're listening to this and for some reason you went to nursing school with me, I love baking, and I don't do it anymore. I used to do this a lot when I was in nursing school. If I post this on Instagram and I went to nursing school with you, please subscribe to Hamza's podcast. I'm, I'm just dropping so many things to like.
0: Thanks, subscribe to your podcast. Such a good hype, man.
1: I'm just like, Pimping you out. Such a good hype girl over here. Yeah. Hey. Uh, I used to do like during exams. I would do. Oh, Maria. Maria hated this because Maria has been vegan for forever. Mm-hmm. But I would bake. I would bake. I would have baked goods for exams. Uh, before big exams for nursing school, and I would make it for everybody. We had a class of eighty. And I would have baked goods for every single person in the class <laughs> during big exams, and I just like want it ready just in case you know people fail, they still feel good about themselves. yeah, you know.
0: did you ever um I guess, in your relationships, did you ever try to like uh amend fights or anything with cooking, or did you ever try to like do that in a in a way?
1: Uh, I think, well, when I was... Or was that a big
0: aspect of your relationships? Like you said, it was your love language, but do you feel like that was, like, a pretty big part of it? Oh, for sure. 100%. Like,
1: I cooked a lot when I was with, with any relationships that I was with. Like, I was in, I cooked a lot. Uh, and during that time, when I was in nursing school, I was with my ex-husband, and I would cook, like, almost every night. I would bake a lot. Like, in the middle of the night, I would make, like, <clears throat> pancakes with salted caramel dri- salted caramel sauce in the middle of the night as, like, a midnight snack. That's why I was, like, fatter in nursing school. And then, like, I would just, like, make so much food because that really, you know, like, That made my ex-husband happy and, you know, arguments would kind of resolve. And it's such a social thing that really made a difference in our interaction. So I love doing things like that. And then, for example, like when people visit, like I have a few friends from the Philippines that visit me annually. And this was prior to COVID. And like driving them around, taking them to places that I love, taking them to restaurants that I love going to it gives me so much joy to show them the things that I love doing and showing them places that I love going to Mm -hmm. show because it's giving them a piece of me like this. Hey, this is something that I love doing and I hope that you like it. You know, like this is something that I do on a regular day and I know it might seem mundane. It might not seem as exciting, but this is what I love. This is what I enjoy doing. And I hope you do too.
0: Do you feel like it's like, you know, carried over into your personal like work life too, or does it, do you feel like that's something that you try to keep separate? Because you could, I could see you being taken advantage of in that regard if that's something you did there.
1: Uh, I like at work, like you know, I've been at my job. Like I've had a, f- a lot of different jobs, but I've kept one job—the one that I have right now. Uh, I've kept this for eight years and. There are a few people at my current shop that I've become very close friends with, and for those people, I do the same thing because you know outside of work, we are like really good friends, mm-hmm. and for those people, I do the same thing, and like I have no qualms about doing that for them because like they would do the same thing for me, yeah. and I think in that time frame like the the friendship that we've had is you know like fairly similar to like as if we've met outside of work
0: yeah do you feel like you know um i know you said you had your close circle and whatnot and you know a big passion about it is doing this stuff for people that you love and you're close to do you feel like there's ever been a time when uh people have taken advantage of it or you've noticed that like you know I feel like unfortunately there are those friendships sometimes where you oftentimes give more than you receive or there's like this imbalance with the friendship. And I've come across that recently. And there's been times when I've had to, and I've learned that from you. Like I need to step back from certain people that aren't doing the same amount in the relationship. So based on this, I feel like this is something that people would easily take advantage of. So have you found a way to kind of separate yourself from those types of people?
1: Uh, Yeah, like I think there has been instances where I feel like, uh, like a friendship doesn't serve me anymore or it's, and it's not about, like for me personally, it's not about giving or taking, right? It's, for me, I look at friendships as one of the most important relationships that you have. Because there really isn't anything that's holding you together other than the choice of being together.
0: Like intangible things, right?
1: Yeah. It's like there's no sex. There's no romance. Like there literally isn't anything other than that common thread between you two or group of that choice to continue being friends day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. And you make that constant decision to be friends, right? And I think that's such a valuable thing in life. And sometimes, and there are times where you give more, and there are times when you take more. And that's okay. I always look at it like... At the end of the day, at the end of a few years, it all ends up being a wash, right? Yeah. It all evens out. And like in in friendships, it doesn't mean anything. But what like what really irks me is when people like start looking and pointing out, hey, I've done this, I've done this, I've done
0: like this. Like taking palliative things
1: taking Talia things, and that makes me uncomfortable, and that kind of, you know, kind of, like, dilutes the idea of that friendship, and yeah. that kind of, like, puts me off, because I'm like, oh, I did not know that we were doing that, yeah, and it, I'm just like, well, I wasn't doing that, and honestly, like, I'm not really keeping track of anything, yeah, so like, I don't really want to start doing that, so, if you want to keep doing that, like, I'd rather not, you know, type of deal. So, a lot of times when those things happen, like, that type of dynamic kind of just, like, fizzles out for me. Yeah, I and mean... I want to save myself from the grief of continuing that friendship because I know it's going to cause more harm in my mental health and it's going to cause more harm to my emotions because I do try to keep a small circle.
0: Yeah, and I think that's, I, uh, it's tough because I've had friendships where there's been this tally and whatnot, and I've had to unlearn that process myself. And even through you, I've kind of felt that because there have been multiple occasions where we fight over who's paying for things and all that kind of stuff. And it's, like, it's something I'm used to, but there's also those friendships where people keep track of those things and they care about those things so much. And I uh, definitely like, I would like to say that I, I don't care about that stuff, but I think when you're in those friendships long enough, you start to learn those behaviors too. And it's it's unfortunate because that should not be a thing. And, um, yeah, it's great because when I do hang out with you, yeah, I, I feel like that, that effortless friendship, there's, you know there's there's moments where we get each other's stuff but the materialism or the materialistic nature is not what drives our friendship it's like those daily facetime calls or those texts to check in with each other and i think Mm -hmm. that to me is what's most valuable but yeah. Yeah. yeah i think it's like honestly it's like that's
1: those are the type of things that for me like keeps friendships alive like it's it's the non, you know, as you said earlier, it's a non tangible things because, like, obviously, like things, gifts, food, like you know, like those are just like incidentals in a friendship. Like when you hang out, you'll do things, you'll eat or whatever. Like yeah. that, I feel like that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, like it's just like a medium or like just a byproduct of you hanging out. Like, right, it's not just the, the big. It's not it's as a result of you hanging out rather than the reason to hang out, right? So, yeah, like, those are the things that really, like, that really matter. So, like, I really love the relationships that I have built throughout the years because, and and as I've gotten older, it's kind of, like, become more meaningful because my circle has gotten smaller.
0: Yeah. Because... The friendships have become deeper. Yeah. And I know. It I'm has really, become more meaningful. And I'm really looking forward to getting into that circle one day. You know, one day, yeah. I mean, we can work we'll towards see. that. But yeah, I mean,
1: you know, one can. Dream. Well, maybe if I get invited again to the podcast. Um, anyways, again, uh,
0: sign uh, we, have, we have to I talk to our, spokers, sorry, our sponsors real quick. Sorry, we had to cut just off. Just 10 votes. Um, sorry, guys. Just ignore that part. Or we'll edit that out later.
1: Um, I just need 10 votes. Yeah.
0: Change dot org. Yeah, if you, if I get hanging out with Zai, if I get ten likes, then we'll reconsider this. But we're know. gonna we're gonna
1: change the podcast to hanging out with Zai.
0: Okay. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. You know what's funny, guys, is uh, Zai wants to edit this one. So if uh, for some reason certain parts just disappear, I have a, a backup copy. So stay tuned for the it's, raw uncensored interview, just in case you know the logo might change. Anything disappears or uh, yeah.
1: If Linus if Linus uh little V moji yeah. changes to me. Yeah. You know what that meant yeah. what that means.
0: Yeah, just keep an eye out, guys, because <coughs> this guy's uh he's going for it. But yeah. Anyways, uh yeah, I mean I think the your passion is definitely something that I hold high in value as a friend. I think it's not something you come across very much. Um and it's unfortunate that it's not a more common trait. I think people do hold this, but not as highly as you do. And I think it's, uh, I mean, that's why the people that are in your circle that really love you and appreciate you, um, like we all, well, I'm speaking like I'm part of it, but you know, one can dream, but we all kind of see that in you and we like like really admire that and love that about you, so... Well, you know, one of these days you'll yeah. you'll see it. Yeah, but he's a very selfless person, and if you already know Zai, you already know this. But if you don't, then you know, you feel free to reach out to him. Um, I hope also. You... I'm sure there's a lot of other things that you'll find out. Yeah, you can. Uh, he this guy's like a an open book. Like sometimes too open, so sometimes you have to close that book up a little bit or turn the page. But. Um, yeah, he's I a, feel like, I'm getting attacked. I mean, it's not, it's not month that month anymore. Right. So there's a little bit of that. Con- it's Filipino heritage. Oh, wait, it's, it's over. Right. We're talking about the second passion that you have. And I think it's something that we both share that brings our friendship closer. And that's uh, your passion for tech and um, YouTube. And I wish I could say TV shows, but this guy has awful taste in TV shows, and he watches things like what Law and Order and Bravo. And oh, I don't watch Bravo. That's Maria. Oh, what do Maria, you watch? I'm Sorry, what do you watch again? You watch like stuff that's on, like okay. Like, I watch. I you watch know those obscure. shows where you're like you're watching the show, and you're like, who even watches that? Your Zai watches Zai. It, Guys, Zai Zai does. Just make sure you send that link to him because he'll probably watch it. So if you ever see an ad for a show, and you're like, nobody's gonna watch that show, Zai will. Zywil, so send it to him. I mean, Pennyworth was good. Yeah, the show Pennyworth, guys, is the show about Batman's butler. It's not about Batman. It's not about Robin. It's about his butler.
1: Alfred matters. Okay. Yeah, sure. Alfred was a key player in Batman's heroism.
0: I mean, yeah, he actually was pretty cool. But, yeah, I mean, just an example of, like, Zywil skipped certain shows that I... Really love it and tell him. Actually, he will he will watch it, but he also has commitment issues, so he won't finish it. So that's another thing.
1: Uh, you know what? I'm not passionate about
0: commitment. <laughs> yeah, so that's one thing we can put on the back burner for Zay. <laughs> like the
1: not passionate about things, yeah. but yeah, like I think like that's one thing that a lot of people may may be surprised about. You know, being. I'm like it's something that I don't broadcast a lot <clears throat> mm-hmm. and it might seem a little obscure but I love tech. I grew up building computers and like literally building like computers, like CPU towers, putting in cards, all that like from from nothing and buying them piece by piece, getting the, getting the good stuff and all that. Like that's I used to do that when I was young. And then, so I know stuff like that And then I How love watching tech huh?
0: Sneakers I love shoes Guys, I think people think Zai is gay But they don't realize that he has a lot of Questionable tendencies I think some of us might believe that he's faking this Just to get some clout In the, you know Homosexual spectrum So just something to keep in mind <laughs>
1: I have a shoe problem, and it's not something that I'm, like, really proud of, but I do have a lot of shoes, and I tried to purge them. I literally have, like, maybe 60 pairs of shoes that are in trash bags because I don't want to see them anymore. <sighs> I threw them away, are
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Please don't cancel me.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then we also have sports, as so I watch sports in his free time. Why are we,
1: I'm why just, are I'm just
0: kids? bringing up this whole, like, you know, this questionable spectrum that we, you know, Oh, I, another funny story. This is kind of off task, but um, as many of you guys, I don't know if you know, but Zai is gay, but um, I am straight. And so it's oftentimes weird for people um, to see that we're such close friends and often question my sexuality in that regard. And I have a certain friend's boyfriend, who I won't name, but when I went to go visit Zai and uh, hang out with him, um, this girl's <laughs> boyfriend was like, oh, hey, is Hamza, like, staying with Zai right now? And I was like, uh, I, that said girlfriend was like, yeah, they're, uh, he's spending the week or whatever in California. He was like, oh, is Hamza, like, experimenting right now? And, um, yeah, so that was... Uh, Pretty funny thing to hear from someone. And just to kind of set the thing straight, there was no experimentation unless you mean Zai making a lot of food and watching me eat his food. But yeah, beyond that, pretty uh, pretty normal friendship going on here, guys. So just to set that, just to literally set it straight, we're going to go ahead and literally. I'm,
1: se- I'm setting the story gay. Okay. There's nothing happening between us.
0: Yeah, I just don't think that, I'm Zai's type. and Because uh, that I, would be weird. Yeah, it's uh, it's been nice to, you know. He's, he's like my brother. Yeah, so just in case anybody's wondering, not that that has to even be addressed, but I just thought that was a funny story to kind of bring up. And that said person might be on the podcast at some point, and we might bring it up later on, so stay tuned for that.
1: I I wouldn't mention her name. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't think she would appreciate it, but he would probably think it's funny. But I don't know. We'll see. Or maybe she would appreciate it. He wouldn't. Oh, uh, That's true. Yeah, I think he was more embarrassed by it. But I think I wasn't offended. I didn't take it personally. Zion, and I thought it was hilarious. But um, I think it's more funny when you take those kind of situations and you just make, make a joke out of it. So,
1: I think he was very embarrassed about it.
0: Yeah, it was and funny. I think,
1: I think he was very like, I can't believe he told them to her.
0: Yeah. Oh well, it happened and uh yeah, it was funny. But uh yeah.
1: But yes, uh I do have a lot of inclination to things that people might not feel like I would be inclined to like. Number yeah. one, obscure TV shows. Uh I love procedurals, people. I love procedurals. NCI, uh, NCIS. Of all we're, varieties, CSI of all varieties. Right. Uh, we're, Pennyworth.
0: <laughs> we're also both into YouTube and YouTube oh, tech videos, I tech love reviews. YouTube tech
1: videos and photography and videography channels.
0: Yeah, if you can't tell by his setup right now, guys, if that didn't give it away. It looks like we're watching a MKBHD tech review right now.
1: I just need like a robot.
0: Yeah, you need that little like fixated robot thing.
1: I need a robot arm to so do all my things. Yeah, but also, I I love doing all of those things, and then I do love, and if you haven't noticed my re and okay, I love videography, and I really do enjoy all those things. And I think one of the things that maybe like Faze like, noticed me is like when I first met one of our friends, like Katie. Uh, Like, I was, like, really doing a lot of videos of myself. And I was, like, doing, like, these vibey videos <laughs> before
0: the whole Reels thing,
1: like, blew up.
0: So what you're um, saying is you start, you invented Reels.
1: I'm just saying that I invented the vibey videos. Okay. So if you can scroll back onto my Instagram, like, I don't know, pre-pandemic, maybe 2018, I had videos... I had vibey videos prior to, like, all of these started. Yeah. But they were, like, a minute long. So people would be like, this is too damn long.
0: Yeah. Well, at least you're getting back (laughs) into it. And he's been pretty good at it now, so...
1: Yeah. So I love, I love like, vibey stuff. Like, it just gives me so much joy to, like, watch them. And nowadays, like, I love making them. So, like, those... Like, I love pretty things. And I love making them. Because, like, again... I love... I have, like, impulse control issues. That's why I love instant gratification. Hence, cooking and getting that instant feedback. I feel like it all comes back to instant gratification.
0: Yeah, so (laughs) your passion is instant gratification.
1: Like, I just want to do something and get feedback immediately.
0: Yeah. So, yeah.
1: It's like, like, doing something and seeing the results immediately gives me so much joy And I think you know, you know, traveling. Traveling is also one thing that, like, you know, kind of brought us together because we've talked about it extensively before. You know, we've traveled before, like we've gone to Sweden, and that was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And and I think like another thing that people might have known, like when I first met Hamza, it was in New York. It was through Fit, you know. We've talked about it earlier. We met. Three was that things. the first
0: time? But the first time we met was in New York. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I guess I don't remember that. I didn't know what the first time literally. I guess because we Facetimed so much, it wasn't really.
1: Wait. Yeah, that was. I think New York.
0: That's crazy. Was it not? I thought. That's, I. I don't know. Maybe, but yeah. I Anyways. Think New
1: York. Yeah, New York. It might be New York, and then but yeah, like we've most of the times like we've met like outside of California, mm-hmm. and that's like, like like those are the things that I enjoy like going to places, and we've talked about those types of, like we've talked about that previously, like how we enjoy like even like Europe, yeah, like you love Amsterdam, yeah,
0: you know,
1: I love Italy, I love Paris, yeah, our enjoyment of. Things that that are beautiful, calming. Like, I'm not like a very calming spirit all the time uh, from the outside, but I do enjoy. Like I think that's the that's the energy that I appreciate from you. You do give that energy, and it really does bring me down, and not in a negative way.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a walking piece of opium it's like it just
1: it just comes like you know it just chills me out most of the time like when we hang out we just like chill yeah we just relax
0: yeah it's a good dynamic but um yeah you know. i think uh overall we, we share a lot of passions and i think that's the important part of friendships too is to not only like kind of share each other's passions but promote each other's and kind of pick up from each other's passions so like i've obviously gotten more into like food and like I, I wasn't really ever really a big foodie but it's nice to see like the stuff he cooks and the stuff he makes and also learn about like or pretend I like it at least and then I also like to you know I, I love fashion and I love design he eats for
1: sustenance
0: yeah I literally eat the same stuff every day and he hates it but I am a straight guy that does typical stuff in that regard so he's uh he a
1: literally eats for sustenance yeah
0: but, just um, to give him enough energy for the day. Yeah. So I, I don't have he eats a lot oatmeal of... and pancakes. All right. all right, we don't have to out me in front of everyone right now, but thank you. Oatmeal and pancakes. Salmon and couscous. Yeah, it's all healthy though and it's all good stuff. It's I just cooked the same know, way.
1: Okay. We don't have to justify the nutritious the nutritional component of each of these items. Yeah. I'm just saying. We're eating for sustenance.
0: I'm sorry, I don't know how to make fire-roasted salmon from the seas of Lake Minnetonka or whatever.
1: Where is this in Mars? I'm just saying, you could do a little bit more. If you haven't noticed, I left a little bit more spices in your cabinet.
0: I know, I saw that. But to be determined if it gets used (laughs) at any point. Um, But... Anyways, moving on from lecturing Hamza. um, I guess, do we have any closing thoughts, closing questions for me, seeing as you're the first person to be a guest on this podcast? Let's see. I'm sure Uh, you have so many questions you're dying to ask me.
1: Well, a few things. I know know this is your
0: podcast, and the goal is to, like, you know. I did mess up. I was supposed to get, like, Harbor, harvest some questions for you But I wasn't no, I that's guess fine. I slipped on that We'll do that next time He has, we have you on a podcast If that ever happens
1: I'm just going to force people to like Have me back on Okay <clears throat> Okay I'm going to ask you questions
0: Okay Are you pulling up questions right now? You had some? What? Oh wow okay A little, feel like I just got set up.
1: Well, you know, I prepare.
0: Yeah. I I prepare
1: for things. Okay. Okay. All right. So I know there are a lot of things that you love doing, right? And I know this is your podcast and we're talking about passions. So if you were, and you love, you love movies, you love, uh, you love your music, you love your tech, you love a lot of these like I love you love pop culture, and you okay. love talking about it, you love sharing it with the world, and we all appreciate it and despite me hating it when you when I ask you things and you're like, "Hey, let me send you a link." Let me refer you to a post that I did. <laughs> I never take that from him. And you don't have to either.
0: <laughs> I don't do that all the time, guys. But when I do, it's because I want to share the, the deep dive that I did. And <laughs> hey, can I just say, one time
1: I asked him, hey, what's the... What's the difference, again, between DMD and DDS? I was like, as a matter of fact, I have a <laughs> post about that. And I was like, you know what? F off. I don't need that.
0: I just want to give you the Tell most. Tell me like, about it. I just want to give you the most in-depth in hey, analysis. Hey, I don't care. I need it to come from the horse's mouth. Okay. Are you calling okay. me a horse? That's that's rude. That's racist. Well.
1: That's not racist. Okay. Horses come in different colors.
0: Because okay. horses are brown, that's racist.
1: Hey, they come in white, brown, black. Oh, okay. spotted. They come in different colors, shapes, and sizes, all okay. inclusive. Okay. <clears throat> but what I'm saying was, before I was rudely interrupted. You know, we all know that he's like extremely passionate about uh, these types of things. But if you were going to rank all of these things, top to bottom, tech, music, movies, TV. Mm. Um,
0: well, first off, great questions. I thank you very much for having me on your podcast. Um, yes. So- Which
1: reminds me, I think I'm going to start my own pod- podcast, Hanging Out with Zai.
0: Oh wow! Okay, please, I'll please see, subscribe. I'll see you in court. See you in court next episode. It'll be a deposition about this content being stolen. Um, okay. Well, um, so like in terms of, I guess, organization of all that, it's hard to it's hard to really like categorize that. Mainly because I feel like all of them influence me in a different way. But the thing I I would say has had a significant impact on my life would definitely be movies. Um, I think it's definitely been, it was the first thing I was introduced to as a kid, you know, like when my mom would, we didn't have like a babysitter at times and my babysitter would be the VCR. Like I would just pop in movies in there and I would just watch movies constantly. And so I was a big fan of like, like the very first movie I was obsessed with was Jurassic Park. And that's always been something that I've turned to like whenever I feel like It's like a comfort movie to me almost. Um, And so I think from a a very early age, I've romanticized movies and kind of um, relayed them into my real life. Like when I was obsessed with Jurassic Park, my mom used to like give me chicken and food and like in order to make me eat, she'd be like, those are the dinosaurs from the movie or like, you know, like, and it, it like little things like that would make me carry over things from the movie into my real life. And then, you know, I was obsessed with like Home Alone Alone, and um, I would see Chicago in it. And so when I was making my decision for dental school, like movies is what influenced my decision to pick Chicago over any other city. And so I think like a lot of my decisions in life have been influenced by movies and it might be sad to some people or it might be sound weird to some people, but I'm kind of proud of it. I think like it's something that's added depth to my character and personality that I think some people learn a lot from books. Some people learn a lot from, um, other experiences in life. And I've, I've learned a lot from movies and I'm thankful because it's given me the creativity that I I've achieved or, um, even doing like things like this podcast and stuff. I think, you know, it's, it's always influenced me to be more creative. Um, and then I'd say the second thing is definitely music. Cause I think music has always been like a, an emotion based, um, Thing for me it's always driven me in a certain sense uh with where I'm at in my life like even when I was going through this dark phase like I I kind of latched onto Harry Styles and his music because it was something that was so positive and like um really affirming about being like kind to people and being nice and it it might sound sad but it influenced me to be a better person when I know you should just be a better person but it kind of pushed me to be more um just just treat more people with kindness, which is like his message. And I think music has this effect on people that not many other mediums can, can have that effect. And so I, I would probably put that as my second thing. And then, yeah, finally tech, I think tech is just something that's always been there for me as like a, a tool that I can use to drive my passions. So whether it's um, cinematography, videography, like that's all stuff that I use in a creative capacity. And I love the tech behind it because I always want to understand how those things work before I use it. Um, but it's not as deep in passion as I would say, but I, you know, I just love the the concept of technology, whether it's like learning about Apple when I used to work there or learning about design behind, um, certain products or Tesla and how they designed the Engines, so I think with the tech part, it's a lot more. Um, uh, it's like a lot more, just like a detail oriented thing. Um, but yeah, I would definitely say those three things are kind of ordered in that way. But pretty good question.
1: You know, like I just come up with these awesome things. You know? Yeah,
0: you're very humble too.
1: No, like I think like that's a good insight on like how you prioritize these types, like. It, you know, we see this. Like you talk about it a lot in your, like what people see on your Instagram, and that's that's what people see of you, and that's how you present yourself to the world. Yeah. And like it would be nice, like how people perceive you, and like oh, this is what he really enjoys. This is how he prioritizes these passions, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's like a, it's yeah. like a new insight. It's a new perspective on like, uh, uh this thing and. Yeah, and I'd say like their passion, right? The more we talk about it, the more people want to know more.
0: Yeah, and I'd say like the the great thing I I've gotten out of it is these connections I've made with people. I think like the best things about these passions is the the shared passion aspect of it. So, like for instance, you and I, like I think we would be good friends regardless, but the fact that we have like the shared love for YouTube and the shared love for um, like tech, I think that all are contribute to. Contributory factors. Is that a word? Is that a word? Contributory. Contributory factors to why we're such good friends. And, like, you know, it's stuff that we can talk about. And when a new product comes out, like a new iPhone or a new whatever, like we're both really into that and we love talking about it. So I think that's like my favorite part of friendships too is not just like the connection, but that ability to nerd out about shared passions. And that's, again, why I started this podcast, was to be able to do this stuff not only uh individually but um like as a combination of us two talking about things we love
1: I think the big thing about this podcast is like you get to know more about our friends and like for you for example we've talked about Chernobyl for the longest time
0: and refer to my Instagram I have a review on it please I will send you a link if you're interested in reading more about it. Thank you.
1: Please. I mean, it is there. I think he rated it like, I don't know, 200 over 10. 11
0: out of 10. It was so good. Yeah.
1: Anyway, I asked him this week, like, okay, since he told me I have issues with commitment and finishing anything when it comes to TV shows. Okay, give me something. I'll watch it right now. I was daring him. I watched Chernobyl. He told me, okay, Chernobyl. So I watched it. Y'all, I only had two hours of sleep because
0: I binged. Did watch you watch all of it in one night? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought you spread it out a little bit, but damn, you know, that's... I literally watched it in one night. Oh my god, <laughs> that's wild. I'm so tired. We should we should do an episode talking about Chernobyl and how good that mo- show is.
1: It was okay. Remember, I think when you first talked to me about it, yeah. I told you, it's like, I know quite a bit about Chernobyl because I would watch documentaries about it. Yeah, but seriously, watching the like, watching the miniseries, freaking amazing!
0: Yeah, and it's not only like the event; it's the it's, it's the way story. they displayed the sto- the stuff leading up to it, and also the storytelling. Yeah, was freaking awesome! Yeah. and so yeah, I'm glad you finally watched it. I'm glad you ended up binging it. And yeah, we will definitely do an episode where we just talk about that show because it is the most incredible writing and acting, and everything on that show is just perfect.
1: It was so fantastic. Like, I I literally binge watched it. I went to the office the next day, and then my coworkers told me, Zion look, hell, tired." Yeah, and I said, like, "I only had two hours of sleep," and I was like, "Oh my god, are you okay? Is everything okay?" And then I said, like. I binged watched Chernobyl and they were like, I don't feel bad for you.
0: You know they, they, he also has a companion podcast to the show, so you should listen to it. But he basically talks about each episode and like his reasoning behind it and <laughs> like his thought process. And he's doing another show. He's making The Last of Us, which is um, what's that? The writer is making. The, the Last of Us, which is a famous video game, uh, he's turning it into an HBO show, and it's going to be incredible. And uh, what's his name? The guy that plays the Mandalorian? What's his name? Mm-hmm. He's playing the main character, and then they have the girl from the Game of Thrones show, the the young girl that was like, um, I don't know, she was like a badass, apparently. Not Arya, but like the other badass little girl. She was like running a whole kingdom. Uh-huh. I can't think of it. But anyways, we'll talk about that next time, but... Cool. I'm so but
1: honestly, that was so good.
0: Yeah, it was a good show. I'll have to think of a next show to follow up with. But that was uh that's probably my one show I recommend to everyone. If you're listening to this and you haven't seen Chernobyl on HBO, I beg you to sit down and watch that entire show.
1: I'm barely I barely recommend anything because as Hamza said earlier, I watch obscure shows. Obviously, I'm not gonna recommend you to watch Pennyworth because it could have been cancelled after episode 8 but I don't know that
0: to be honest I heard it's actually pretty good but I just can't watch Batman's Butler I just feel like it's just wrong but anyways
1: apparently he doesn't care about supporting roles
0: no not really but okay was that the question do you have any more yes I do okay sorry I just didn't want to Keep talking shit about Alfred Pennyworth
1: you're so mean to him, okay, another
0: question that I have
1: you talked about uh, I think we've historically we've talked about traveling right mm-hmm. and you've mentioned a few times, and even on your Instagram you've mentioned that you love Amsterdam. <laughs> What is it about it that you really love?
0: Um, uh, Well, the main obvious reason is my sister and my niece live there, or my sister and my nieces live there. And um, I'm very close with her, so I'm always, like, you know, I love visiting her and catching up with my nieces. So that's, like, probably the number one reason. And then the other reason is I just think there's like a certain energy in the Netherlands in general that I really love. I think the people there are just the nicest people I've met. They're just the the whole culture of Dutch people I think is great. Like they're very easygoing. Um, they live a very healthy lifestyle. They love good music. Like some of the best electronic music that I love are Dutch DJs. So I think like in that regard, it's really uh, something I love and um I just love their whole culture of like just enjoying life as it is not not flexing not showing off like they have a dutch term and I can't think of the dutch term right now but it's basically a term that's like it it looks down upon like flexing or showing off your wealth and just being more humble Yeah so being humble is like the the big draw to uh dutch culture and I love Every that dutch. Yeah. I mean, you probably have that in you. Um, but yeah, I just love that aspect of it. I think, um, the other thing I just love is, you know, when I was talking to my therapist the other day, she's been trying to teach me to find like this happy place in your head when you feel like anxious or uncomfortable. And my happy place has always been this, like this canal in Utrecht where my sister lives. And, um, it's, it's this place I love going to early in the morning when it's like super quiet. Nobody's there and you can just hear the stream and it's just a very relaxing place. And I, I think a lot of Netherlands is like that where um, we're, we live in such a busy environment in America where everybody's working constantly and it's all about hustle and it's all about showing off your wealth. And I think the Netherlands has such a opposing viewpoint on all of that. And that's something that's really been uh, a big draw for me. And, um, yeah, I think I just had the luck of having a family member there who I can visit often. And whenever I'm there, I just look for any and every excuse to explore more of the Netherlands and every city I have visited so far has been equally interesting in its own unique ways. Um, and then of course, like the whole drug culture and sex part that like, that's all intriguing to me because I think it's, it's amazing that you can have a city that legalized all of that and is still a fully functional city because of the way they approach it with respect and regard to like women's health and all that kind of stuff. So it's a, it's a very unique city. And I think if you haven't been there, I highly recommend it because I think it's something that anybody would enjoy whether you're, um, somebody that, you know, uh, loves nature, there's some beautiful, uh, nature aspects there, or if you just love like architecture and all that kind of stuff, um, the Netherlands has a lot of that of that to offer, um, so yeah, that's a, pretty much sums it up.
1: Well, we love to hear that. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I think like, <clears throat> there's, I think that's a lot of people are interested. Like you've done, you've gone there like quite a bit, and like you know, you post a lot about it, and you know, on your visual vibes, there's like, a lot of like pictures of the canals. Yeah. And on your stories, so it's like it's always nice, to like yeah, it's know a, like the background about it, right?
0: Yeah, so. it's a nice. I just like the understated aspect of it. It's not a city that like most people think about going to for vacation, but when you do go, you really appreciate that aspect of it. So, um, I know I yours I is Paris, which is like probably the exact opposite in regard to like that scope. Actually, it's not. Well, but yeah, people think it is, but there's more to it, right? Which you can probably actually, vouch for.
1: Yeah, actually, it's like. Paris is like more of an adult liking, and it's more of like a recent liking yeah i it's really like Tuscany like it's that area that I really really enjoy. I love the south of France mm-hmm. like that gives me peace, that area is like what gives me so much joy, yeah and because. I love, I love the energy there and it, I love places that gives, like automatically gives you peace of mind. Yeah. Like it doesn't even have to be anything about it. It doesn't have to be, it just calms you down. Yeah. I agree. Immediately.
0: Yeah. I right? think that's like my favorite part. I think most people think like when you travel, you need to like get all this stuff done, like have this all. And I I like that. I do think it's good to take advantage of the cities you're in, but I also don't like that kind of like constant rushing aspect of it. And cities like Paris and Netherlands, I like is it's very like go with the flow. Like you grab a bike, you can bike anywhere. You don't have to worry about like taking a car or Uber everywhere, um, so I think that's why. Also, when I go there, it's like I feel like I can kind of turn my brain off for a second and <clears throat> sit back and kind of take it easy for a little bit, especially with the stuff I go through sometimes with work and whatnot. Yeah,
1: so. I, and also I think like that's the thing about travel, and I think that's something that we've like vibe together was the fact that we've been to like these places that we love going to many times. Yeah, that we don't have to do everything all the time, or we, we don't have to check off 10,000 things of our list, off yeah. of our list, right? Yeah. So we can just, like, walk, chill, yeah. and just, like, wander and figure out what we, we'll do for the day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. And, <clears throat> oh, also, one last thing. What kind of joy do you find or do you get out of sharing music to the people that you love or care about? Because honestly, that is one thing that I really appreciate about Hamza, is that like, the music recommendations that he has, like, to be honest, okay, confession. Don't be mad at me. I don't do a lot of like, you know, you post a lot of Tuesday, but some of the, some of them like the fonts really small. Yeah. So I review them later on. So mm-hmm. a lot of times I just skip on like, some of them. But I do read them after the fact, right? But I like, I have one of his I have like a few of his playlists on my Spotify. Which you need to... Do I have your playlist on Apple Music? Do you have...
0: Yeah. I just... The, a, the I one transferred one? It on there. So they're okay, on there I think
1: now. Just, so I can do it on Apple Music. Yeah. But one of the things that I really enjoy is like, have like his music recommendations are always on point. And I was not a fan of Harry Styles. And I think like up until now, like I'm still like, yeah, And I've always said like, Harry Styles is not a good singer. He's a good performer. Right? Like... He's not like a, an amazing vocalist, yeah. But and I'm not gonna back off on that uh, statement. Yeah, and
0: I I'm I agree with that. I think you know it's like you're right. But
1: he is a great performer. Yeah, he has a great message, and what what Hamza said earlier about like to treat people with kindness, uh, motto that he's putting out is really really good, and. When we went to Sweden, when I went to Austin to watch Harry Styles with him, which, like, shout out to his, like, friends over there, which I met. Freaking amazing group of people. It's, like, the energy at those concerts, freaking amazing. Very different from all of the other shows that I've been to. And just gives you a testament on who the performer is because it's very reflective. The people that go to uh, the shows, they're a reflection of the performers a lot of times. I mean, watch Woodstock 99. You know, it's very reflective, right? So I think that's one of the things that I appreciate a lot about you. It's like, you know, you give that information and it just like, you know, kind of like tickles people's fancy at least it tickled my fancy it's like all right whatever i'm gonna go listen to this guy and maybe i like him and i did like with this recent album that was this is a really really good album yeah. and when he had that harry styles photo shoot uh with lena i flew over there was such a fantastic experience. We had so much fun. We listened to Harry Styles' new album during that time. And we loved, like, I loved every single one. I did have, a, like, I did have an automatic favorite. Which one was that again? If I Was a Blue Bird. Um, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that song. Okay. I can't think That's of the song. name right now. Yeah. Yeah. And he loved cinema, like. I yeah. like. I had an immediate favorite,
0: Daylight. Like, I think it's Daylight. Daylight. Yeah,
1: it was such like I really love that album, and that that is the type of energy that you give out to the world, and that's the type of influence that you have to people when you talk about music, when you talk about movies, when you talk about TV shows. I might not always take them immediately, but I eventually do. But it's a gift. It's Thanks. a gift that you give to the world, and I think you should continue doing it. Like, There's something about sharing your passions to people and people that appreciate it. We are very thankful for it. Okay. I personally am thankful for it because it enriches my life, because otherwise I wouldn't have been exposed to it or... I will just continue hating it or not appreciating it for no good reason Thanks, because man. it's easier not to look into it because I'm not exposed to it. Right. Thanks,
0: man. Yeah. So, I mean, when you're talking about the, how you love to make things for people and how you like to, you know, do these services, these acts of service, like I kind of felt that like in the back of my head, I was like, oh, that's kind of like this feeling I get when I, post that stuff it initially felt like it was initially honestly just selfish just like this podcast I was like I'm just doing this for myself because I love doing this and it's like something I want to pursue myself when I talk about music I'm like I don't give a shit what people think about it I like it but I want to share it because like I just like to voice my thoughts in that regard and then when I started to get this feedback like you said um, you know people appreciating it loving it then it started to kind of like evolve from the selfish thing to this like uh, communal thing and like getting this enjoyment out of like hearing somebody say like, Oh, I just started listening to this artist because of you are now like, I really like this artist or even like you and I going to shows together, like, I love the fact that like, that's now a shared passion and that's like something that we have together. And just like the way you like cooking for people and making things like, it's crazy how similar that is in terms of like the, sh- like, it's obviously doesn't take as much work and skill, but, um, yeah, I appreciate it, and I I do like love you for that, and I appreciate that you actually listen to the things I share, and you are receptive of all the shit I nerd out about. So yeah, I mean, I think that's like an important aspect of our friendship. So thanks, I I appreciate that.
1: I think another thing that uh, this whole thing has brought on about was reawakening certain loves, and it was. The whole thing about house music, like we when I visited Austin, we went to the Ben Bomer show, and that has like this whole relationship with you has really reawakened my love for house music, which was something that I used to do a lot when I was in my early teens. Yeah, uh, going to these house concerts and house shows, and and it's it's really like bringing back my youth, and I really love it because it's something that I used to enjoy. So thank you for that. Yeah. it's it's the energy in those types of shows that really give like really gives me joy and I really love that type of music so thank you for that
0: yeah man I'm glad that we can share it and I'm glad that it's something that's going to kind of continue on from here and uh yeah I'm glad uh I was able to get you on the first episode this is obviously something we've been talking about for a long time and uh it's finally happened so
1: a long time
0: yeah i
1: postponed this like
0: he's he's listened to me record this stuff multiple times delete it start fresh um it's been a long journey so i appreciate your patience Very long journey yeah but it's done and it's here so we're we're finally there thank the freaking lord but um yeah anyways uh thanks for being on zai and uh looking forward to having you on in the future hopefully maybe i don't know possibly we'll see Um, please sign a petition to make me a regular (laughs) alright anyways thanks guys Uh, thanks for listening and this is Hanging Out with Hamza Um, hope you guys all take care of yourselves find your passions pursue them and uh, talk to you later, hey bye
1: bye